Joining us here on the Meyer Guest Line on the Huge Show across Michigan, Kyle Austin, MLive.com, Spartan Basketball uh, Insider. And Kyle, what a weekend in Columbus for Izzo and the Spartans. Yeah, you know, kind of getting back to uh, what I think Tom Izzo and Michigan State fans are used to, you know, kind of getting on a little NCAA tournament run. You know, it hadn't been that long, and it had only been two NCAA tournaments since they got to the Sweet 16. But, you know, you add in the you add in the, the COVID year, the cancellation in 2020, and, and you think about kind of the standard that Tom Izzo had set here at Michigan State, and it, it felt like it had been a while since they had really kind of won multiple games in the tournament and, and gotten to that Sweet 16. And uh, I know it was a big sigh of relief from Tom Izzo. I know players um, had really been kind of feeling the pressure to to win a couple games and, and get to that second weekend and kind of uphold the standard of that program. So big sigh of relief. Um, teams playing as well as they have, getting great guard play. I thought a lot of players played well. So um, like like happens a lot of years, it's it's really kind of coming together well at this point in the year for Tommy Zoe. And speaking of this team coming together, Kyle, from the start, uh, from the first time you watch this team, whether it's practice or the first game, through yesterday's stunning win over a two-seeded Marquette and a team that was 15-1, and one, Big East champions going into that game. Uh, what has impressed you the most about their growth? Um, you know, just that this is not a team that is, is really overly talented, you know, and I know we've talked about this throughout the year on your show, is that there's no – there's no first team All Americans. There's no first team All Big Ten players. There's no NBA draft picks. Um, this is a lot of guys that um, are making a lot um, of of their talent and are um, smart basketball players. They're veteran basketball players, but um, maybe don't have the overwhelming physical tools that a, a Miles Bridges or a Jaron Jackson Jr. had. Um, so a lot of kind of crafty older guys that um, a lot of them play their roles really well. And I thought from the beginning with this team that they had the potential to have a pretty good backcourt um, with uh, Tyson Walker and A.J. Hogard kind of being a one-two. And um, both kind of had their ups and downs throughout the year, I think, especially A.J. Hogard. But, but I think back to the beginning of the year, I think we thought if they can get those two going at a high level, that's what wins games in the NCAA tournament. And I think, lo and behold, those two playing well, plus some others, um, really helped them do that this weekend in Columbus. I knew by the defense they played on Friday and how Izzo harped on that after they were bounced and played little defense at the end of the year. I said that would give them a shot to beat Marquette. I really thought it would be a a tough Sunday, uh, but they played that defense. They played with passion uh, and fire. So now you look ahead and we all see the bracket and there's K-State on Thursday night at 6.30 at Madison Square Garden. If they win that, they'll get the winner of Florida Atlantic uh, and Tennessee. That's a 9-4 game that will follow Michigan State and K-State on Thursday. Uh, the rest of the way, uh, pressure on this team, I think it's off. Is that a good or bad thing? I mean, I think it's a good thing. I think the pressure's off, and um, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the very first Michigan State team I covered, which was the 2014-15 team. Also went in as a seven seed. Um, also knocked off the number two seed in the second game. It was Virginia that year. And then I remember going to that regional, and there have been some other upsets elsewhere in that bracket, thinking there's not a team that I really think is, you know, a terrible matchup, you know, is a really tough game for Michigan State. And they end up going to the Final Four. And uh, I took a look at the bracket last night after things had kind of settled and thought, I feel the same way. I mean, they could certainly lose to – 
um, K-State. They could certainly lose to any of the other two teams. But I, there's no Alabama. There's no Houston. If they were in there with those teams, I would say um, it would be a really tough road. But I, they're already favored. They open as a one-point favorite against K-State, even though K-State's three seed, Michigan State's the seven. Um, you know, State's getting really good guard play, and they're defending really well. Uh, they just shut down t- Big East Player of the Year, Tyler Kolick, um, forced him into six, seven turnovers. He, he did not look like himself. Um, what's been Michigan State's kryptonite this year has been the, the high-level big man, you know, the, the Zach Eadies and, and that type. And I, I think they're done seeing those. So I, I think it sets up well. Um, I, I, you, you never I, – I still think that it'll be a tough road. I think Tennessee will play great defense. But, man, if you would have told me yesterday, Bill, that uh, Michigan State would shoot two for 16 from three – um, and win an NCAA tournament game against a two seed. I'd have said you were crazy, but but that's the level of defense they're playing right now, and it's letting them get away with that. And, and if they can keep playing defense like that, they're going to be in every game. Yeah, best defense of the year, like I mentioned, against SC on Friday in Columbus yesterday against Marquette. And we talk about this every year, Kyle, that it's where you're positioned and what happens uh, in your bracket and in other brackets. And when you look at this side, I I agree with you on what they have uh, to get to Houston. And then you look at the other side and other brackets, and it's Houston and Miami in the Sweet 16, Xavier, Texas in the Sweet 16, uh, Gonzaga, UCLA, uh, Creighton, Princeton, uh, Alabama, San Diego State. So uh, the Spartans have a path to Houston. Could you imagine, Kyle, if this team gets to the Final Four? My Lord. Yeah, but you know we we've seen it before. I've seen I've seen Tom Izzo take teams like this to the Final Four, but th- this would be you know among the most surprising because uh, you think back. I mean, I think a lot of Michigan State fans checked out on this team um, in late January, early February. Not all of them. I know a lot of them stuck with them, but they were really struggling to score the ball for a while. Um, they were they had guys in and out of the lineup. Guys weren't shooting the ball well, um, and it looked like what it has the last couple of years. I mean, this program, I think it's fair to say the last couple of years has been a little bit below the standard, kind of sneaking in um, as a seven seater below um, in the tournament, not really contending in the big 10. Um, and I think this seemed like another year where they were going to do that, get into the tournament, lose the first weekend. Um, but they found a way to turn it on and they've done it with their defense. And um, I, I think they got what they needed. I think they, they came together for them at the right time. And they also got the right draw. I mean, I think Marquette um, matched up well for Michigan State. I think they felt good about that matchup from the moment they saw it. Uh, I think they prepared really well, um, and they executed well. I'm not sure every two seed they would have been able to take down, but th- things have worked out well for them in this tournament. Yeah, let's give Izzo and his staff a lot of credit for the preparation. And then the one-day turnaround, nobody's better in the history of the NCAA tournament uh, than Izzo and his assistant coaches. And the players executed perfectly on Sunday, and I really, from everything I've seen in my nearly 22 years back here in Michigan, Kyle, I found the win over Marquette start to finish to be one of the better efforts by the coaches and players I've ever seen from Michigan State. I would agree, and, and it was it really was a total team effort. Um, I even... Monty Sissoko, for how much, how many people have been frustrated with him this year, how he hasn't been maybe what they thought. Uh, I, I thought he played fantastic yesterday and, and gave them just what they needed. I, he, he rebounded really well. Um, he scored when he had to, but, you know, didn't overdo it, didn't play out of his element. 
Um, and we're just a defensive force in the end. Uh, those two blocks at the end of the game were, were huge um, in kind of keeping Marquette at bay. Um, so th- that's a guy playing his role who had a tough year, but, it, you know, has figured it out in the NCAA tournament. And you could say that for about a lot of people. You know, I think Willie Call made some plays on Friday. Um, and then obviously you've got Tyson Walker kind of taking over the, the lead scoring role. And, uh, you know, they haven't always had in the last couple of years a guy willing to kind of be the dude down the stretch and want the ball in his hands and want to be taking those key shots. And they've got it now in Tyson Walker, who's going to be headed back to New York to play in his hometown here in the Sweet 16. So they've got all the elements that they didn't always fit together at every point in the season, but I think they're fitting together pretty well now. Yeah, I love that story about Walker going back home. Izzo said he owes him a, a cab ride to a great pizza place because of all the NIL money that Tyson Walker <laughs> uh, makes. Izzo said that in the post game yesterday on CBS. Uh, good stuff, Kyle. Enjoy that trip to New York City, and we'll talk soon. Maybe next week we'll talk about Michigan State in the Final Four. Think about hey, it that. Wouldn't surprise me. All right, thanks, thanks Kyle. I appreciate it. All right, Kyle Austin, MLive.com.